Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out. See their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Well, aloha and welcome back to the podcast, and I hope a few of you are catching this in real time, the week of Christmas, so a big mele kaliki maka from our family to yours. I've got Dave with me here, my husband Dave. Say hi. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, we've got ho, ho, ho Dave here. Santa is with me, and we are super excited to get to kind of share our Christmas with all of you, and here's my idea, Dave. I haven't even filled Dave in on my whole plan for this, but ready to hear how I'm hoping this will go? Ready. Okay. Dave's sipping some Christmas coffee here, so. I'm trying not to be too loud. He's he's a loud sipper. (laughs) Those things when you're married. Um, Okay. So I'm envisioning that perhaps you might have a date with your spouse and listen to this together and maybe kind of like we're on a double date. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to do this before actual Christmas. Well, yes. The hope is that this comes out a few days before Christmas. So maybe you put the kids to bed and you wrap some presents or you bake something or you're out driving around, shopping, running errands. But this is like a gift, like you get a, an early Christmas present. You get to unwrap an early present. Yes. This is our okay. early Christmas gift to all the listeners. If you catch it later, there is still value. I believe we're going to talk about some timeless principles, mm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can, yeah. yeah. Next Christmas, they can use it. Right? Yeah. Or throughout the year. I think these are just good, good. But just do it before Christmas. Wisdom principles. If, you, if you're if you listening before, then you're in the right place. And I hope this can be like a fun date night. Now, if you aren't married, you're not on a date with your spouse, that's okay. You're all welcome here. But what I have is a list of 10 do's and don'ts for a happy family Christmas. And I jotted these. Dave didn't. So some of them he knows about, but some will be, he'll be learning in real time as we Wow. Go. Okay. Get ready. Yes. He's been busy. He's been working. Uh, he's a hospital physician. He's been working a lot. And unfortunately, uh, disease and sickness do not take holidays. Mm. So he's had a lot of sick patients. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe we should just say a word to anyone listening who's got, you know, anyone listening that has someone in their life that, that is going through something rough, be it an illness or a disease or anything else, we just want to acknowledge that Christmas time can be a mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of joy, but also a lot of grief or struggle. So we care and we're praying for all of you too. For sure. Yeah. Um, but with that, let's dive in. And um, I, I'm a big Christmas person. And Dave goes along with me pretty well. Except when we start pushing the envelope and getting out Christmas decorations the day after Halloween. <laughs> so this is a, a kind of an ongoing debate that we want to keep positive here. We're, gonna, we're on the same team. But those listening, you might have your own opinions. Maybe you agree or maybe you don't agree with your spouse. Dave thinks that some of us start this holiday too soon. Man, because by the time you get to it, it's like you've ran like this marathon. <laughs> when you're expecting, you're expecting this big finish. So, right? but this, our list is going to speak to this. Yes, but see, so it's because I start playing Christmas music pretty early. And by like December, Dave's sick of all the Christmas songs that I'm playing. Which also, I would add, this will make our list of top 10. We should add in a number 11, which is be careful about your playlist on Alexa. Okay. Be strategic because you will ruin (laughs) the songs that you pick for your I can listen to my Christmas music. After the 180th time of hearing Harry Connick Jr.'s... No, it's uh, Michael Buble. Whichever one (laughs) has been playing the most. Okay. You're ready to like barf (laughs) if you hear that song one time. Okay, see? So we can agree to disagree on a few things here. Mm. And I have shared some of my favorite Hawaiian Christmas uh, playlists on Spotify and uh, Slack Key. Christmas is awesome. So if some of you listening are sick of your own lists. Yeah. And I'll say the instrumental Christmas songs create a little less nausea at the 150th playing okay. but it's the ones that have lyrics that you get really tired of you get really tired first, of. okay <laughs> okay so we can agree that not everyone likes to start christmas in october i do and i'm just gonna stand by that but let's jump in and take turns reading from our list and and we are going to try to be brief so dave we have to agree we're going to be quick number one do keep christ at the center right yeah, I 100% agree with that one. Um, and that takes some intentionality. intentionality. Yeah. <gasps> Look <Wow>. at us. <laughs> well, it's true. There's a lot of really fun parts of the Christmas season, and some have nothing to do with Christ. And uh, so I think it takes intentionality to keep returning to the focus of why we celebrate this season. So yeah. do you want to share a few ways we do that? Well, I mean, honestly reading the Bible. And I, I know that sounds cliche and Sunday schoolish, but I mean, the same devotions that you're hopefully doing throughout the year, you're not letting the busyness of the Christmas season take away from probably the most important mm-hmm. time for reading the Bible, which I mean, you could almost say like it's an advent, right? It's an yes. advent. Season, Just yes. your, your own devotions become adventish, right? Yes. Because you can kind of focus in on, yeah. you know, who am I spending my time with in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, the, the God that created me and 
has given me this this life in Him and the salvation that I that I understand and live and walk in. I, I can celebrate that during this season. And yes, so personally, in a yeah, I mean, way. I, yeah, and I think you know, taking time to focus in on the the Christmas story, um, yeah, looking both in it and outside of it, both New and Old Testament. I mean, I, there's so many cool things about the arc of history and time that we see through from Genesis to Revelations and how the Christmas story kind of is the centerpiece of all that. And we can we can just read scripture and really gain so much appreciation for what Christmas is. Yeah. And we've done that by going through uh, Advent devotionals as a family. That's a great way to do it. And I can even put some of those, I've shared lists of those before, but I can put some in the show notes mm. for future. Um, but also you can just open the Bible and read from the book of Luke, uh, the Christmas story a little bit at a time or however you want to do it. And we, we don't do it perfectly consistently, but I think as long as you keep returning to it and try to keep uh, pointing your kids to why we celebrate Christmas. That's super important. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll move on. There's a lot more we could say about that one. But why don't you read number two? Number two, don't have expectations. Mm. Okay, I think this might be more a mom thing than a dad thing. I don't get the feeling that you go into Christmas with like super high expectations for a dreamy, magical Christmas. Again, back to October and the day after Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think us moms kind of do, and I think it's because we are typically the orchestrators of Christmas. Like we, we're the ones, and I don't want to overgeneralize, but usually we're kind of thinking about the gifts and the, the plan and the meals and the parties. And sometimes you come to Christmas and like the kids, kids all have the flu or you're traveling and your flights are delayed or something awful happens or just everyone's in a bad mood. I mean, things happen, right? So we don't want to have expectations. We want to be open-handed, trusting God. Again, keeping him at the center because that's one expectation that can't be taken away from us. As long as oh, you're... Wow. Yeah. That's Ooh. profound. I got a little deep there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think that maybe just prayerfully handing your expectations to the Lord and planning, having a plan is always good but not holding too tightly to those expectations. Mm. Yeah, well said. I mean, I don't think I can add anything to that. Okay. Well, then how about if you add to number three, do. Remember, these are do's and don'ts. We're going back and forth. So we had do keep Christ at the center, don't have expectations. Number three, do have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of fun. Right. <laughs> and I agree with that. And uh, yeah, I mean... We still have four young, relatively young boys in our household that yeah. I think you got to have fun. You got to have fun because you, right. I mean, you're only a kid once. And yeah, we have a 13 year old now, mm -hmm. but he still, he kid. still sees the magic. Yes, he does. Feels the magic of Absolutely. Christmas. And it's fun for us to make it yes. fun for him, right? Definitely. A uh, couple things I, I think of that we do. We're here in Hawaii, so not to rub it in, but oftentimes uh, Christmas Eve, we'll spend a good part of the day at the beach mm -hmm. before we clean up, have a meal, and go to church. Christmas Day, we often, after a big meal, my parents are usually here, and then we'll go somewhere and do like a little nature walk, hike. Mm -hmm. That's fun. And it's healthy to, after all the food. Yeah, for sure. And what did we do the year before last? Oh, that was our fun 
Maybe I, I'll link to the Instagram reel, but we surprised our boys on Christmas Eve with a trip to uh, the snow. We went to Sun River Bend, Oregon for a ski trip, snowboarding mm-hmm. trip. We did, and that was like amazing. That was amazing. It was also one of the only kind of family vacations we've taken. Mm-hmm. Living in Hawaii, most of our trips are like it's visiting family yeah. or sporting events, but but we um, totally surprised Luke and Levi, and it was so much fun. Yeah. So surprises. Surprise your kids. I mean, you can surprise kids with something small even. I they just don't have to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah, surprises, though, are fun. And we haven't done many of those, so that was cool. I want to tell you about a podcast sponsor that I'm a big fan of, diveintomath.com. Now, most of you know that all my boys have been homeschooled, and the oldest two went on to college, where the oldest graduated with a degree in data analytics, and the second son will graduate this year majoring in mechanical engineering. And both of those boys took science classes and Shorman math classes through the diveintomath.com website. In fact, they went all the way through an AP calculus and an AP physics course, and they believe that those classes really well prepared them for their college classes ahead. Now, Dive Into Math offers self-paced courses in state-of-the-art e-learning systems featuring expert video instruction, interactive assignments with auto-grading and grade recording, video solutions, and Q&A support with Dr. Shorman, who happens to be our good friend and is such a great man. Dr. Shorman teaches everything from a biblical perspective, and he offers a historical foundation which teaches the why of learning math, which is really helpful. Shorman Algebra 1 and 2 teaches every concept on the PSAT, SAT, and ACT with over 200 practice questions, which if your kids are interested in college is going to be really, really helpful. Now I have a lot more to say. I'll be sharing in the months ahead, but definitely go over to the diveintomath.com website. Check them out. I think you'll be impressed. Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Okay. You read the next one. Um, This is a do. No, this one is a don't. Don't overextend. Be reasonable in parentheses. Yeah. What did you mean by that? (laughs) Again, this is probably a mom thing, but I think we can pack our schedule so tight and think we have to do so many things that we end up exhausted and sometimes physically ill. So be reasonable. You can say no to parties. You can choose to simplify. Hmm. Don't don't try to do too much. I know I have an example of that. Hmm. 
uh, I love to make homemade cinnamon rolls for Christmas morning. And I make a gluten-free version for my dad, who is celiac. And um, somehow, for a few years, I would we would do the whole Christmas Eve thing, go to church, come home, do all the things, get kids to bed. And then, at like 10 o'clock, I would start making cinnamon rolls for the next morning. And I was so tired. I'm like, what was I thinking? Mm. That's dumb. I can make them in advance. Or no, I see, open yeah. a can or simplify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean that goes like along with like the whole Christmas shopping and yeah. how much you need to really shop for. You're right, and it comes back to keeping Christ at the center. I, I bet keeping Christ at the center, you could apply to every one of these. You could don't having ex, not having expectations. I mean, just keeping it focused on Jesus. Do have fun. I mean, it's having fun celebrating yeah. who the Lord is and what He's done for us and His birth and what that means for the world. Um, and, don't and not overextending. It just helps mm-hmm. you to get focused back on the reason for Christmas. So you're so right. I feel like that, that number one just like could be like interwoven into all these. Definitely. Find ways to simplify. Don't overextend. Okay. Number five, do. I love this one. Do serve others. And I think it's just so important, especially for kids, to not see Christmas as a time where they're like, here's my wish list, me, me, me. But like, wait. What can we do to serve somebody else in this season? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You just had like a email from people at work. What What are they gathering things for? Oh, um, yeah. The, uh, a gal that I work with uh, wanted to give gifts to foster children. And they That's have a awesome. whole like sign up list. And yeah. I need to get back to her on that, actually. <laughs> yes. But just, and what what were you planning on doing? Right. Well, for in the family? past, one thing I've loved doing many years is going to like a retirement community nursing home setting and having Jonah bring a guitar and doing just some caroling kind of unofficial you know we're not necessarily even with an organized group we just I call and I'm like hey I've got a few kids can we come and I know you can't really bring cookies usually because different dietary things but I'll have the boys just make homemade Christmas cards mm. fun especially when they were younger they'd make cute ones and then we just go and spend an hour and chat with the residents and sing a few songs and they just smile so big it brings them so much joy to see mm. young people singing Christmas carols. Mhm. Yeah. Um our church does uh, angel mm-hmm. tree. Yes. What? And also and this year we're doing uh, gifts. I'm blanking. What's the one we just did? We do it every year. The box. The shoebox. shoebox. Samaritan's purse. Yes. We, yeah, that's weeks ahead, though. They have to gather all of those like in November. But the other thing our our church has done on Christmas is start, they have started Christmas Day before with a homeless outreach. Mm. where They do. A, they serve yeah. uh, food to Yeah, our North Shore community. community. Yeah, so we have gotten up before and just gone down and packaged up some food and brought some gifts. And so that's really cool too. Definitely. But find it some way to serve. Yeah. So it's just an opportunity to gain perspective. Again, yes. keeping Christ at the center. Yes. Greatest, yes. Greatest servant of all. That's right. Okay. So you can read number six. <laughs> Don't get your wife a big screen TV for Christmas. Come on, read it again. Don't get your wife a a big screen TV for Christmas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't really resist. To... I'm sorry. But that was just a random thing. Like I used that 
opportunity. So a few years ago, it's been a few years. You were much younger and less less wise and mature then. But I think Dave wanted a new big screen TV. Should I just put my name on it when I got it? We just needed one because the other one was like falling up broken. Or, but I instead think of just saying I want a TV, he actually wrapped it. Did I really? And gave it to okay. me. All right, I won't do and that. And I way. can't say that went over very okay, well. Okay, I'll buy it after Christmas next time we need a TV. <laughs> I mean, I get I the Black it. Friday sales and all that, but that was not the ideal okay. gift to give a all wife. Right. Unless you're married. Okay, there okay. are women out there who might love like their TV shows and their okay. sports. Okay, I've come through some nice Christmas He's done amazing. And even that year, I'm thinking he also probably had some other things, really nice some things under the tree. Mom like some earrings and mm. nice things. But yeah, I think we all need to consider our motives behind the gifts we mm-hmm. buy right okay okay thanks thanks for letting me have some fun at was... your expense <laughs> okay. okay i'll go to the next do discipline your kids and yourself okay this one is important because a good christmas can be ruined by some really bratty um spoiled and exhausted children our kids need discipline even over the holidays, right? Mm. Sometimes more so. Doesn't mean you have to be like angry and mean, but just before you go into the day, you might talk about how you still have standards of behavior and and just how you want them to act, especially around grandparents and mm. other people. So kind of have like a game plan and a chalk talk like with That's the kids. That's a good idea. Like, the day before or oh, the morning of or absolutely and, and throughout the whole season i'm thinking because i think kids can get pretty mm-hmm. selfish and self and every one of our kids has their own unique little mm-hmm. kind of issues so we might have to like pull them aside and talk to each one of them Good individually point. about like whatever the Good thing point. is that we anticipate might be a problem yes yes okay. and just as this comes out the week previous to this episode was a conversation with Ginger Hubbard about the importance of discipline. So if you have time and you haven't heard that one yet, I think she has some really good, she talks about discipline mistakes parents make. And I think some of those mistakes are made even more over the holidays. So yeah, discipline your kids. And then I put in parentheses there and yourself, because I think sometimes we need to have that same chalk talk with ourselves, maybe in our devotions, just go, okay, Lord, I'm getting really irritated with a few people. Maybe you're around some distant relatives or there's sometimes uh, our emotions and nerves can be on edge. Mm. So be disciplined. And sometimes that might mean discipline in get some exercise, discipline yourself in your eating, like do the things that help you be in a good place. Mm. That's good, good advice. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead with number eight. Number eight, don't fight. Right. You're talking about you and me? Are <laughs> <laughs> or, or the kids. Not us. <laughs> Every, everyone yeah. listening. We would never fight. No, I mean okay. in so, general. So if there's like something that's like uh, find a way to communicate that doesn't lead to like escalating conflict when it comes to like whether we're going to get a really expensive something or other for somebody or whether we're going to do this, that, or the other thing mm-hmm. on Christmas Day or yeah, I think gonna, anything where goes. we're going, who we're inviting to mm-hmm. what, just find a way to... Keep perspective. Mm, okay. Maybe you're right. Keep Christ at the center. Just really try to 
not let yourself get heated up over things that later you'll realize were kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, and, and you know, there's a spiritual element to all of this. And and I think that the enemy would like to come in and, and ruin a holiday. Sabotage. Yeah. Over something stupid. So. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think you, you or I have had families that have had like major, like deep seated like, oh, yeah. like conflicts that but have like gone there. on for years, but doesn't like. Christmas and the holidays sometimes like hundred percent brings it to a head and absolutely so so here's a thought some of you as a couple you need to be prayed up before mm. you go spend time with those people who might be about to push your buttons or yeah. you know the the uncle that gets drunk and acts stupid or that somebody that just has a history of maybe really being difficult. So you're on the same team, husbands and wives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, finding ways to like tell each other about those things and praying for each other, or finding yeah. close friends or somebody that's discipling you, or yeah, that you can reach out to for prayer. Totally, that's as so you good. Go into it. And especially if maybe one of you are like, it's fine, it's no big deal, and the other one it really affects. Be thoughtful to one another because sometimes, especially when you're around each other's extended family, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, number nine then. Do create memories. This is kind of a given, but I still liked it. Yeah. I mean, that's back to like like going on our trip and or yeah. just being intentional. I'm gonna say sometimes the best memories our boys will tell us are the really simple ones. They didn't mm-hmm. require a trip or anything. Right. And things can sometimes just happen that are spontaneous that end up being like a great memory. Yeah. But there's more chance for something mm-hmm. working out in a great way if you kind of have a little bit of intention and plan for it, right? That's right. So Absolutely. So look for opportunities yeah. to make memories. Yeah. And I was just thinking like sometimes having – creating memories is also like, okay, let's wh- – what is our family tradition going to be? And it's fun mm-hmm. when you have a young family too because yeah. you can like literally have a blank canvas. Like let's start something that uh-huh. – do we have any family traditions? We we that, do, that but I think memories? we happened upon a lot of them almost accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're recording, we just went to like the little small town parade with my parents. Mm-hmm. Holiva Christmas parade. Yeah, and which we've done for many many, many years. years. And at some point, that became a tradition. And then we always stand on the corner by one of our favorite restaurants, and then we run into the restaurant at the end and grab a table. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a fun tradition with the grandparents. And we have Christmas trees in Hawaii. What's yes, that we one? do. We go to a Christmas tree farm for the same real. One and every it, year. yes, and we get a Norfolk pine, which if you I'll put a picture in show notes, but it's a really pretty, unique looking tree that's mm-hmm. different from what we had on the mainland. And yeah, we go get that as early as possible this year, <laughs> a little earlier than Dave thought was necessary. <laughs> Hope it survives till Christmas. It will. But yeah, create memories. Okay, and then this one, I'm going to link to any other podcast I mentioned. I already mentioned last week with Ginger Hubbard, but the week before that, I had Jessica Smart on, and Jessica is the author of The Memory Making Mom. So she had some great ideas for making Christmas memories. So if you missed that episode, I'll link to that in show notes as well. All right, why don't you take number 10? Number 10. Don't make Christmas an idol. We can, should, celebrate Jesus every day. And there are many more things to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of rephrasing number Mm -hmm. one. But 
And also, I like that wording because you know that that's the irony, right? Is it? It's Christmas. It's it's the mass coming together over over Christ and in celebrating His birth. But isn't it funny that like the celebration itself can become can an become idol, an idol, and mm-hmm. it's not even about Jesus anymore. It's just about the the, the birthday party yeah. and all the things in the party, mm-hmm. and we lose sight of whose birthday it is. So yes. that's kind of profound, actually. It is. I think, um, and and again, I think that it's understandable. So no judgment on anyone because we put a lot of time, like us moms especially. Maybe there's some super you know, gung-ho Christmas dads out there. But a lot of us, we put so much into wanting to make it magical that if things don't, again, this goes back to the expectations one as well. But um, just to remember that it's just a day. We can celebrate Jesus every day, all year. Oh man, for sure. And not to get too heavy, but you know, in our lifetime, you and I, I mean, we've seen like, I think as as long as I can remember that idea of like the commercialization of Christmas. I mean, that's obviously happened in our affluent culture Mm -hmm. and it just seems to get worse and worse every year. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, man, there's a spiritual dimension to that. I mean, what does Satan want to do more than anything else Mm -hmm. is just take away the glory from God and just, you know, rain on his birthday parade. And, um, he's done that, you know, subtly and slowly, you know, in probably many people's families, lives and in our culture collectively, and pretty soon, like we don't even call it Christmas anymore. We call it we call it Xmas oh, <laughs> overtly. Just cr- yeah. cross out the Christ or or Happy Holidays. I mean, it's just it gets cringy after a while when you mm-hmm. see the world around us just mm-hmm. doing like almost Elf everything it can to Santa, try to anything but just Jesus. trying to get Jesus out of it. Yeah. And um, and that being said, we replace it with this false god, yeah. this idol, which right. is just a, we call it a holiday. Yeah. It's funny, the irony is, right, they still can't get rid of Jesus because they don't yeah, know they're right. saying it, right? The whole exactly. holy day, the, the, the derivative holiday. of holy. Of holy. Yep. But, um, but yeah, that being said, uh, we just have to be on guard. And we have to, as a family, put fences around mm-hmm. the meaning of Christmas for us in our lives and, and right. in our family. That's right. And protect it. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and, and I think, too, if you're doing some Advent devotions and spending time with the kids, remind them that this relationship with Jesus gets to go on every day after Christmas into the new year. And so that's something to celebrate mm-hmm. and and then to look forward to growing together in the new year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So good. All right. Well, there's your 10 do's and don'ts. And if you missed any of them or want to revisit, I'm going to put these in the show notes. And I'm sure you can think of some of your own and you're welcome to leave those in a comment over in show notes. But um, from our family to yours, we want to say a very Merry Christmas. Dave, Merry any Christmas. final words? I keep Jesus at the center. <laughs> Go back to number, <laughs> number one. one. Yeah. That's all I, I, I want to say, and, beginning and end. And if you are with your spouse, um, just give each other lots of love and support and um, and know that that your marriage and your family is a huge gift from God. Mm-hmm. And so celebrate all of that while you have each other. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay, Mele Kalikimaka. Merry